you have to be present to win. And, you know, that's the first message is if you're doing something that's putting your body in a position to fail you early in life, you just won't get to the gravy because we spend our 20s working hard, our 30s capitalizing on that, and our 40s monetizing it. And so after our 40s, that's where we really need to be enjoying life. And my goal is to have folks that are 40 and over uh, have this way to manage their body so they can be there at 80. They can celebrate their 90th birthday. Let's hope 100, 110, and 120 based on how science is going. It's the Health in the Real World podcast. It's time to start the show with Chris Jenke as your host. Here to give you everything that you need when it comes to fitness strategies. We keep it simple and easy. It's your roadmap to get healthy. You don't need equipment and you don't need a gym. Just the right strategies to get you fit and trim. The Health in the Real World podcast is sponsored by... Are you ready to get back into the gym and shed those pandemic pounds? Fit for Any Battle is your guidebook to which exercises to do, when to do them, and how to prevent injuries. Get your copy at www.fitforanybattle.com. Hello and welcome to Health in the Real World. I'm Chris Jenke and I'm joined here today with Richard Bagdonas. Richard was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 45. He set out to design a new fitness regimen to help him fight the battle. And on top of that, he had, uh, so he had stage four cancer and then COVID pneumonia. Uh, I imagine that was probably last year, right, Richard, 2020? Well, thank you for joining us today. Really appreciate it. I know we're going to get a lot about, uh, about you and, and get a lot from the podcast. Can fill us in a little bit uh, about what I missed, what other um, biography things are in there and, and how you can help people. Yeah. And thanks, Chris. I really appreciate the opportunity to chat with you and your listeners today. The, you know, my life started as a football player and a wrestler in high school. And that's where I was introduced to weightlifting. Uh, after high school, I moved to uh, bodybuilding and weightlifting every day with a workout partner. However, when we get in our 30s and we get in our 40s, our bodies just don't work the same way. You know, a good friend of mine says, if I don't work, wake up every day with something hurting, something's wrong. Um, and <laughs> now, now that I'm 48, I, I, I definitely believe him on that. The, uh, uh, you know, the time that I went back into the gym in my 30s, I developed bicepital tendonitis in both arms. And for those of you that don't know, it's, you can barely lift a cup of coffee or a can of soup um, with either arm. And so I went to running and I ran every day and I ran about 50 pounds off of my body and changed my body into a runner's body. However, my left knee, my iliotibia band um, did not like running. And so I had to give that up and I just love weightlifting. So I had to figure out a way to go back into the gym and work out with the body that I had when I was 40. So that's where all of this started. That's awesome. Your story sounds real similar to mine. I've, uh, you know, been involved in sports since I was five, started lifting weights at 14 and, uh, got injured at 14 and a half and <laughs> really bad back injury at 14. It was always mm -hmm. tight neck, back, everything. 
so yeah, that's always a consideration with the workout. It's like, I have to work out hard enough to get the results, but I have to work out smart enough to not jack myself up again. Yeah. And you know, what I noticed was the coaches were just pushing massive amounts of weight yes. and, and not necessarily working out on form. Right. And what you suffered from, and I suffered several injuries over the years uh, from was just poor form and, and not an approach that worked with our body. We were trying right. to squeeze our body into a square peg instead of the round, round hole. Exactly. Exactly. And kind of what you alluded to earlier, when you and I were talking about your app, you know, there's, there's form, there's how much weight are you lifting? There's, there's even whether or not you should work out today. You know, a wise football coach would be like, look, you're, you're injured. You're, you're pushing too hard. You're not lifting weights today. You're, you know, we'll, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll reassess. So there's all these different considerations that as, as wise men, we can, see but as young boys who just want to lift more weight and want to hit somebody with our football helmets it it's a, maybe a little bit harder to have that wisdom come through agreed <laughs> so um so richard uh how to talk me through your book and your your app i'm really uh really excited to share what what those are all about i know your app is is weightlifting your book is what is it what's your book called uh fit fab right fitness uh, fit for any battle fit for any battle fit okay cool um yeah give us a little background as far as your book your app what those are all about and how you came around to producing those yeah when i got back into the gym at 40 I re as i realized my body was just not working the way it was supposed to i started playing around with different techniques and i came up with something that was revolutionary compared to what i was taught previously with coaches workout partners and trainers and that is it's not about lifting a lot of weight. It's about leveraging the muscle to lift weight properly and do so with a focus on hydration, with a focus on recovery and stretching. And so I was originally writing just a Word document for myself to keep notes about what was working for me and what wasn't. At 45 in October of 2018, I was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma and given about three to five years to live. Um, I was lucky in the fact that through my healthcare network, I found the doctor in the world who happened to be two and a half hours away in Houston, Texas. They were, uh, he, he and his team were funded by the federal government under the Cancer Moonshot Program to cure this specific cancer. It took him 15 years to put together this clinical trial. And I became patient number one in that clinical trial. Wow. And I was cured of cancer in 56 calendar days. And that's why, you know, I have long hair because I never had to give up my hair during my cancer treatment. And so I started writing the book during my cancer treatment. I started month one of cancer treatment. Um, so that way I could share this with other people. And in January of 2022, the book launched. And the book is um, a way to uh, provide people the insights as to what I went through for my health challenges and how this workout actually helped me get through cancer, COVID, uh, you know, uh, trans ischemic attacks, things of that nature. And then I list out all of the exercises to do, how to do them, how to stretch for them, what days to stagger them. And it's basically a Sherpa's guide to working out. And then as you mentioned, the mobile app, I built the mobile app for myself, knowing that other people would like to use it too. 
and it has all of the algorithms built into it to tell you when to lift, how much to lift, and when to stop. Yeah, I think that's that. That's again where wisdom comes in, and it's not only like a an injury prevention type thing, like what we've been talking about, but it's actually to get the right results. You know, I I always have to remind people, hey guys, after your weightlifting session, you're actually weaker than you were before you went in. The weights make you weaker. It's your body's adaptation to the weights that actually strengthens you. So an app that would tell you like, Hey, you're, you're not ready to lift today. You need a little bit more recovery because that's when you're building the muscle. I think that would be a very valuable thing. What's the app called? It's called FitFab. So okay. we took fit for any battle and it's much easier to just say FitFab. Fit and so Fab. the app is FitFab. Okay, cool. So the app is FitFab. You're using the, uh, the acronym and then the, the book is fit for any battle. I like that. And it also just, it sounds like I'm fit and I'm fab. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does have that uh, connotation to being fabulous. With I feel family. like you need to have like some sequence on or something like fabulous, you know, fabulous Richard or something on uh, Halloween. All right. I'm going to add that to my Amazon. You, you, you got to do it. <laughs> Awesome. Um, Richard, what do you tell somebody who's like just starting out? Maybe they let, let, like, I'm thinking one of two scenarios, either, either maybe they're, they're not injured or maybe they don't have any diagnosis, but they're just very out of shape. Maybe that's one type of person. And then maybe there's another person who maybe they did just get some really bad news. Like they've been diagnosed with something like a cancer or whatever else. Um, what, what's kind of like your framework? How do you talk to that person as far as step one? Yeah. And let's start with the first person, whether they have never been to the gym before, or they haven't been to the gym in decades because they've been going through life in general, and they just swayed away from the gym. Um, for that person, it's a little scary to go back in the gym because you're trying to figure out like, what do I, what do I use at the gym? Do I use free weights? Do I use uh, the ellipticals? Do I use um, the lever and cable based weights? And so with FitFab, the application takes you in and tells you which machine at the gym to use on which day. And we start everybody at five pounds on the machine. And it may, it may sound silly to start with five pounds, but what we're really doing is number one, we're building form. So at five pounds, we don't have to worry about pushing the weight as much as it is about using the correct form. And the book um, talks about the form to use for each workout and each exercise. And then secondly, um, we are building a habit. So I'm sure you and I have um, had similar experiences where we went back into the gym after taking some time off. We tried to go back in and lift the weights that we had done you know, the, the time before, and we got injured and left. And then we're out of the gym again for weeks. So with FitFab, we, tr we focus on staying in the gym, staying in the gym every week and building that habit so that as you go back into the gym and the app tells you, ah, you're doing leg press today on leg day, and here's the amount to lift. There's no question about what to do, how much to do, or how long to do it. Because part of FitFab is we've removed the idea of repetitions. It doesn't matter how many repetitions you do. We now do it all based on time. So we're going to be doing lifting for two minutes and we're going to lift. Um, we're going to push slowly in the first movement. And then as we return, whatever uh, bar or cable or weight down to the, the original starting position, we're going to use negatives to go slowly as well, because we're building those secondary and tertiary muscle groups. 
Absolutely. I love that. I, I did the same thing probably about, I guess it's been about eight years ago. I, we, I just went to time. And so we just had stopwatches and I found that was really incredible for a lot of reasons. Um, probably the biggest reason is that if you do, if you say, okay, 10 reps, someone who just wants to get through it is just going to go <laughs> done. No, that, that wasn't 10 reps. You know, even if you counted to 10, that wasn't 10 good reps. So I found that people will be more willing to go slow. Like you were just saying, you know, slow on the way up, really feel that tension. Two minutes, that is awesome. So another thing that's great about that is that if, you're, if your time under tension is two minutes, there's no way you can load up. Like nobody's going to be bench pressing 225 for two minutes straight. No way, right? So you're going to lighten the weight, ease the pressure off your joints a little bit, focus more on creating that tension within the muscle and then releasing that tension. I think that's a great idea. Thanks. And the thing that we do in that two minutes is, let's say you're doing a bench press on a uh, cable or lever-based machine. We try to get away from uh, free weights because they're free. They can go in any direction. We really like to use um, weights that are on a path so you can really focus on form. And when we get through one repetition, we take a second and we take a breath. We let our muscle band recuperate. We let our tendons take the pressure off and then we go right back into it. So you do you know, one repetition very slow, half a second to take a breath, and we go back into another repetition and it builds serious strength. Yeah. In fact, the working title of the book was called Old Man Strength. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> My friend and I, uh, when we were in high school, we were lifting weights like crazy and trying to build strength. And we noticed that these old men, well, old men who were like 35 in, in our day, you know, that was old. Uh, we're like, oh my God, how are those guys so strong? And that's what we call it. We're like, oh, they have old man strength, you know, that tightness. But uh, yeah, it sounds like you're, you're bringing in something that's very necessary for anything health related, whether it's strength training, whether it's breathing practice, whether it's eating, and that's mindfulness. You're almost meditating while you're working out right? You're, you're incorporating the breath with the movement, with the, the feeling of it. Okay. How am I, how are my muscles feeling and, and kind of bringing it all together. Right. Yeah. And meditation is actually a really big part of the fit fab workout, because if our brains are not in sync with our body, we lose up to 30% of our muscle capacity. Mm. You know, if you've been having a big argument with a spouse and then you go to the gym um, you might take some of that initial energy and use it and that aggression and, and use it to push the weights, but then quickly your body loses all of that connection between the mind and body. And so inside of the fit for any battle book is a meditation to use at the gym while mm. you're working out um, to clear your head and really focus on listening for the pain receptors um, to tell us if we're injured because it's okay to have a little bit of pain. We're lifting weights. We should expect a little bit of pain, but we don't wanna have injury. And the moment we have injury, we click the button on the app that says, I felt injured. And immediately we stop, the weights get reduced. And the next time we come to the gym, we're lifting a much lighter weight. Wow, that's very cool. I, um, you, as you were talking, I'm reminded of something that I teach my clients and I call it maximum breathing or just max breathing. And that's, literally can be a one breath meditation. You literally just start inhaling and you keep inhaling and you keep inhaling and you keep inhaling and you keep inhaling and you get to the point where you feel like 
your brain's telling you, all right, you're done. But then you, you feel in your abdomen, your, your diaphragm muscle can, I can still contract this a little bit more. I can, I can bring a little bit more in, not forcing it, but just like mm -hmm. very comfortably just bringing in more, bringing in more. It starts to feel so amazing. You get like this stretch in your rib cage. And then when you release that, that breath, it just, there's such this feeling of relaxation and literally you can do it in one breath. It's, it's a, a very cool technique. And oh, as you were talking, I was just reminded of that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and you're right. Cause mindfulness at the gym is so critical. Yeah. And, you know, we need to go to the gym and leave with a clear mind and a body that has been stressed to a point where we can now go into recovery because recovery is just as important as going to the gym. Right. hundred percent. And it is a lot like, I mean, you said you played football, right? And I, I played one year of football, played a lot of basketball, baseball, and it sounds like what all the coaches say, right? You're like, get your head in the game, right? Get your head in the game. You can't just show up and go through the motions. You know, you're throwing the baseball, uh, but you're thinking about, you know, what's happening at home or what happened at school today. No, you have to be, you have to be there. That mindfulness is there in sports and weightlifting. And, and again, in eating, that's a big thing with, you know, preventing a lot of overeating is just being mindful of what you're doing at that moment, right? Absolutely. So all of these techniques have been wrapped together with a story to tell people, you know, and, and this kind of goes to the second person that you were talking about, the person with um, a, a recent diagnosis. Yeah, let's go to them. Yeah, number one, we need to have our body prepared for a future health uh, crisis, which is why we are fit for any battle. And it's really fit for any health battle. Um, and I, I explain, and I, I'm very um, open and transparent with what I went through. Well, if you've been recently diagnosed with an, with an issue, um, the FitFab workout is great because it uses low weights. We do things slowly. We're not pushing our body in a, in, and putting it in a chance of getting it hurt. And what those movements do is they activate our lymphatic system, which is our immune system, which helps us uh, because the heart pumps our blood around the body. There is no pump for lymphatic fluid that moves white right. blood cells around. Right. So we have to have movement in order to do that. And that's, and that's a part of what FitFab does is it just, it keeps our immune system strong. Awesome. Yeah. And I love how you said that. I want to, I want to reiterate that for everybody listening is that you said movement, you didn't say workout, which I like, we don't need to work out every day, but we should do some sort of movement. And I, I do like how you're, you're, you're structuring it in a way where it's like, you can do very intense exercise but you're, you're, you're coming at it, I guess, almost like from a bottom up instead of a top down. It's not like the football coach that says, okay, we need to lift this much weight. And, and you know, it doesn't really matter how you do it. Just do it. Right. It's, it's more like, okay, let's go inside. Let's start here. Let's take a step here. Let's take a step here. And that's, that is a uh, much safer, more like, it, it's more about longevity, right? You're working out for your 90th birthday, basically. Yeah. And oftentimes those football coaches will just stack extra weight on the bar and try to test you and see if you can lift right. it. Um, what FitFab does is every time you go to the gym, you only have one decision with each workout. Do I keep the weight at the same weight I did last time, or do I bump it by five pounds? Yes. And we bump it in five pound increments when our bodies are able to handle it. And sometimes we'll plateau for a few weeks at the same weight, 
But then magically as our bodies strengthen and we recover, the next week we go in and we're, we're blasting five more pounds. Yeah, absolutely. There's, um, when clients ask me, you know, when, when do I add weight? I do the same thing. It's five pounds at the most. Um, there's three, there's a three-part checklist, form, feeling, and time. So form is what the exercise looks like when I'm watching you do it. You know, objectively it should look, and, it, and you should make it look easy. It should look easy. Like I'm watching you do it like, wow, that guy's really mastered that exercise. So that's form. Feeling is how it feels internally to you. It should, it should feel easy. Maybe a little bit of tension, a little bit of effort, but it's overall, it's fairly easy to, to accomplish with good form. And then time is the third one. So form, feeling, time. So for you, it sounds like it's the two minute mark. For me, typically I'll do one minute with clients. So if you're able to do form and feeling, that means that's an appropriate weight for you now. If you, can, if you can't do time, then we're gonna stay at that appropriate level. If you can do the time, the third one, we're gonna bump it up potentially next time. On the other hand, if you can't even do the form or the feeling right, we drop you down. So there's a very, it, it's very logical and, and you structured it in your app. You can program a, an app to tell you, you know, if you're in tune and you're asking your body the right questions, whether to go up, down, or stay the same, right? Over the, the course of time. Yeah, and in between each set, that we take a two minute period of time between each set as well to hydrate. Awesome. And then to do stretch based on what exercise we're doing. Nice. So we stretch before we start each work, each exercise, and we stretch in between each set. And then the last bit of time in that two minutes is to clear our head and get ready and be focused on the present. Because Very like cool. Ted Lasso said, it's a gift. <laughs> That's why they call it the present. The present, exactly, exactly. That's cool. Um, so, okay. So you have, so you have two minutes time under tension, your exercise, you have a two minute break in between generally how long are the workouts, like the whole span of the workout? Yeah. So we do three sets per exercise and we will do three to four exercises per muscle group plus an abdominal because we should do abdominals every day because it's such, you know, they call it the core for a reason. It supports everything around us. If you're doing back, you're doing chest, you're doing arms, you're going to be engaging your core. Right, right. So it sounds like maybe like 40, 45 minutes to get through the whole program, something like that. Very doable yeah. for most people. Yeah, 35 to 45 minutes at the gym. You're in, you're yeah. out. And at the end, the app has a place to take a picture of progress. And so what I ask is go in front of the mirror, stand there the same way you stood there the last time, take the exact same picture and we're going to store those pictures so we can play them back for you and show you your progress visually. That's very cool. And then, of course, you have to post the bathroom selfie on Instagram so everybody can see it. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, that happens quite a bit. <laughs> well, Richard, um, I want I, I like ending my show with uh, with kind of like a big picture question. So zoom out of health and fitness and go more like life in general, uh, you've just been hired by either university to give the commencement address or maybe a corporation to give a keynote speech. What's your one to two minute motivational talk to help people get the most out of life? Well, you have to be present to win. And you know, that's the first message is 
if you're doing something that's putting your body in a position to fail you early in life, you just won't get to the gravy because we spend our 20s working hard, our 30s capitalizing on that, and our 40s monetizing it. And so after our 40s, that's where we really need to be enjoying life. And my goal is to have folks that are 40 and over uh, have this way to manage their body so they can be there at 80. They can celebrate their 90th birthday. Let's hope 100, 110, and 120 based on how science is going. And the idea is you have to remove the stressors of life. If you don't remove those stressors of life, life is not as much fun and hypertension kills. So it's be present, be aware, and have fun along the way. That sounds great. Well, again, Richard, um, how do people get in touch with you? I know the book Fit for Any Battle, the app FitFab. Uh, what's your website, social media, so people can reach out to you? Yeah, sure, Chris. It's uh, fitforanybattle.com. That's the website. And then on Instagram, we're Fit for Any Battle. And on Twitter, we're Fit for Any Battle. Awesome. Very easy to find. Nice. Well, again, uh, we're here, Health in the Real World, with Richard Bagdonas. Richard, I really, really appreciate you joining me today. And, uh, and we'll be checking out your book and your app as well. Thanks, Chris. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Health in the Real World show. Make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Visit mycorebalance.com to learn more.